Hey there, and a very good morning to you, cliffcentral.com. It is The Buzz. It's Jen Sue. I'm back with you, and Nikita as well this week. Hello, Nikita. Hi, Jen. How are you? Very good. I've been traveling a lot. Yeah, I've seen it online, and I'm like, oh my word, Jen, you're like, you should be jet-lagged. All I'm, the places I am you're going. I'm always, I'm <laughs> perpetually not sure what time zone I'm in, uh, but this time we've sent Jason away. Yes, I think we should so. just get rid of him. Come on, let's yeah. have a girls', a girls day. Oh, let's do a not. girls chat. I know, I love it. It's the girls today on cliffcentral.com the buzz of course you can contact us 0861555189 on twitter at cliffcentral.com facebook cliffcentral and wechat id is cliffcentral message to show now of course there have been a lot of things going on this weekend the good food and wine show was the a big culinary events Celebrity chefs Jenny Morris, Sipa Mtongana, Reza Mohammed, Adriana Zumbo, Brent Owens, John Tarod, Tom Parker Bowles. Uh, I actually hosted the Mad Hatter's Tea Party at the 48 Hours in Joburg booth, and I wore this crazy hamburger <laughs> hat, <laughs> which kept like hitting everybody. It was a oh, is it? Yeah, the it people want to come and take like selfies with it and be yeah, like, okay, yeah. this is a, a good food and wine show. It's appropriate attire for it. They did. It was fun. <laughs> what did you do over the weekend? Well, I was actually stayed indoors. I was a bit. This flu just kept me down, but oh, I managed to go out, had a braai to support the Springboks, but that didn't work out in our favor, so we I just know. partied what the night away. The last, oh, it's just happening. Last, it's the last couple of minutes, last and minutes. we're dropping it. We're dropping it. So we just thought, you know what? The party doesn't end, and Sunday morning was a little bit rough. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they talk about the haka. I think that haka really does intimidate. There's no them. reason why South Africa should not have won that game. And especially with the home ground advantage. Exactly. But, oh, well, it's fine. We'll just let it go. <laughs> and we think, okay, onwards to the World Cup. We'll take it from there. Indeed. Coming up from Thursday to Sunday, it's AFI Mercedes-Benz Cape Town Fashion Week. This is actually the first year, Nikita, that they are moving it from the Cape Town International Convention Center to the V&A waterfront. That's going to be quite a different stage for it. It is. They say it's at the North Wharf. They're having, you know, all the shows there. It's going to be very windy and cold. I just hope that it's not going to start raining. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Like having, are they going to have the run, like a runway there, all the guests sitting outside, and you never know what the weather is. Quite unpredictable, these cold spells that we're having lately. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're going to build a marquee so we can stay a bit warmer with some heaters. <laughs> and apparently a number of international media are flying in, uh, including the fashion director of Vogue France and the fashion director of Grazia Italy. Oh, my yeah. word. I think, I think I should maybe head down to Cape Town and do a little bit of a paparazzi with these editors you because should. they are just amazing amazing people and you just follow them online and you know they have such an influence and vogue uh, vogue french vogue oh my word you know what i'd love i'm obsessed with the french the parisians especially so i think i'm going to be heading down there well you can come in my suitcase <laughs> <laughs> South that sounds like a good idea <laughs> it's on the map uh some of the designers showing their collections include david slale stefania morland lee schubert click cgt DT, just to name a few. And of course, you can actually get tickets because sometimes people say to me, well, how do you actually get those tickets, Jensu? I, I can never get those things. But actually, you can. You can go onto webtickets.co.za and you can book tickets for yourself and your friends. So there you go. There's a lot of things going on uh, this week as well. And we're going to be speaking to the cast from Tina Sobelili. Did I say that right? Okay. Duncan's <laughs> laughing. I want to know, Duncan, how do I say it? Tina Sobabili. 
Oh, okay. Okay, so he's going to be our... Yeah, so he can be our drop-in voice whenever we need to pronounce it. I like that. <laughs> Actually, oh, your voice sounds so much better than mine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is a multi-award winning film. We're going to find out from Richard and Busi a little bit more about this film, which is releasing in South Africa cinemas uh, this Friday. And we're also going to be speaking with Nolutando Mbata and Pam Green from 67 Second Chances. Now, actually, Nolotando was a finalist in the Mr. and Miss Africa pageant representing South Africa, and she actually had to drop out of the pageant due to lack of sponsorship and inability to acquire clothing and, you know, makeup and shoes and, and stuff. And um, she's actually going to get a second chance, and we're going to find out more about that and how 67 Ch- Second Chances is helping her. And that's all coming up on the bus, but first let's get into some music right now. We've got a supernova. Cliff Central. I'm a super fast legend on a supernova. Come on. The universe got nothing on me. I own the And that is Supernova featuring the, well, the Kithmas featuring Kurt Darren. That is such a weird combination. I never in a million years thought that was Kurt Darren. I don't know if I'm just so used to It didn't sound like Kurt Darren. I know, I'm used to him being on an Afrikaans scene and I'm not really a huge fan of Afrikaans music because I can't really speak the language, but well, big ups to Kurt Darren. I wouldn't expect him to be on such an upbeat song. Yeah, the trend these days is a lot of this sort of completely different musical genres that are mixing together. Um, it sort of reminds me of Prime Circle and Casper Neuvest and you've got all kinds of interesting mixes and mashups now. I, I think it's, it's quite a, it's a good collaboration, I suppose, bringing the fans, like different fans from different genres and being like, taking a double take, like, oh, that's good, Darren, okay, well, that's so and so. Exactly. So you're on the bus with me, Jensu and Nikita. We're here with you, keeping you company until 12 o'clock. Uh, it is Tina Sobabili. Did I say that correct? Okay, I've, I've improved. Dun- Duncan, <laughs> our sound engineer, is actually <laughs> helping me with my pronunciation, which means the two of us. And I've got Richard Lunkuko. Lukunku. Lukunku. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have Busisiwe Mchali. Yes. In studio with us. Welcome. Thank, thank you. Thank you, you thank so much. You. So I'm trying to fix the, I couldn't hear you. So I was trying to fix the, the chords so that I can hear you. But oh, it's yeah, cool. I hope you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Because yeah. I have a very loud voice. It's always, it's always a wonder when people say they actually can't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> I usually am told to shut up. <laughs> I understand what you mean. I get the same problem. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the movie. It's releasing on Friday in yeah. South African cinemas, but yeah. it has been out for a while in the, what I would say, the film festival circuits. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing circuits for a while now. Uh, well, we shot the movie last, last year, January. Yeah, yeah we shot the movie last year, January, and uh, by June, I think, last year, we, we went to DIF and we went to Chicago Film Festival, um, Went to New York earlier this year, so yeah, it has been around like for a while. But South Africa took long to. Now, why is that? Because I don't know. That's the. I guess that's the the way things are. You have to make it big overseas to be noticed in South Africa. But it's changing though. I don't think it's like that for every movie that is made. I think our movies is different. So 
uh, we don't really have like a set target market. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I guess it's it's more artistic. Am I talking a lot? No, <laughs> you're not. Are we just like, listening? Yes, we're listening. We're listening. <laughs> And it's set in Alexandra. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that must have been very challenging too with the filming. Um, I mean, the 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 only thing that was challenging was just um, kind of being thrown into a very different world to what you know in your day to day life. Um, but I mean, it was exciting. I was shooting in a in a very different space, um, very different kind of energy. And I, I mean, it allowed us to be true to the world of the, the film. Right. Well, yeah. tell us about the storyline of the film. Um, so basically, it's a story about a brother and a sister who um, kind of are you in play a child. Yes, I mm-hmm. do. Are in a child-headed household, um, and the brother will do anything to protect his sister and provide for her, and he doesn't necessarily provide for her conventionally. Um, and then she just makes the wrong decisions and the wrong choices, and it just ends in tragedy. Ooh, that sounds was... very doom and gloom. Uh, well, it's uh, oh, it's not doom and gloom because at the end of the day, I think that uh, something happened in the in, in their childhood, right? I, what I learned from the movie is that you have to confront your problems and you had to face them head on. Otherwise, they're going to come back sometime in your life and you're going to be forced to deal with it. So rather, when you have the choice to confront your problems, confront them now, then have to be forced to deal with them in the future, which is what happens to them. They didn't deal with their problems, uh, when, when, it, when they were, when they were, had a choice to face it, face it. And they decided to keep quiet, keep it under carpet. Nobody talks about it, which is the, the way life is basically in, um, I don't wanna, I don't know the political term, but in a lot of black households, you don't mm-hmm. deal with your problems. You know what I mean? You just sweep it under the carpet instead of dealing with it and it, it hurts you in, 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 in the future. So that, that's what happens to them. So that's what I got from the movie. So it's not doom and gloom. Sorry. So then what is the message that you want people to get from this movie? So just to address your issues, yeah. don't sweep it under the carpet. Yeah. And also it's a, it's about, um, Abuse, uh, abuse. Okay. child abuse. A lot of child abuse happens in the movie, and in again in black households, you don't talk about it. In, even though some black households, not every black household, but some black households that where the abuse is happening, nobody speaks about it. Nobody. So what we basically wanted, uh, one people, the audience to take away from the movie is to talk about it, shout, say, say something, because if we don't know that you're going through something hectic. Nothing is going to be done about it. But if you speak or if you tell somebody about it, you know, something can be done. That's the first step you're taking towards solving your problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's sugar daddies in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, no. there's cool sugar daddies. What role do you play? Yes, I play one of the sugar daddies. <laughs> yes, that's what yeah, I yeah. thought. <laughs> oh, what is, do <laughs> I look like a sugar daddy? <laughs> no, we're just trying to, I was also trying to yeah. justify like what yeah. is your role yeah. in the movie? Cause I'm like, oh, sorry, but she's saying like she's gonna be, she's the, the head of the family and I'm yes. like thinking, okay, but where do you fit in? No, no, like, yeah. <laughs> no, I play one of the, one of the sugar daddies that is obvious. Like, you know, at film school they taught us to not judge your characters, but it was very difficult for me to take this role on, you know, cause uh, he does bad things, you know, but also a, a person that does bad things most of the times don't know that what they're doing is bad. They just believe in this is the way of life and I've been doing this all my life. So I'm just going to carry on doing it. And he doesn't really know how, how, how it affects the people that he's 
he, he's, he's hurting. So, yeah, that was my main challenge and just like to understanding the reality and going 100% through like being a sugar daddy bad guy type of guy. Amazing. Well, we want to play a clip from Tina Sobabili, so we can also chat about that, and we're going to play it right now, so you get an idea for the feel and the temper of the movie. So that is a clip from Tina Sobabili, The Two of Us. It is going to be released this Friday in South African cinemas. And I have Richard and Busi with me. So tell us a little bit what's been happening and all that. It's very dark. It's scary, that music. Um, basically, that um, towards the end of the trailer, it's the very last scene of the film where everything kind of comes full circle. Um, because the beginning of the film kind of starts with the end of the film. So by the time you get to the end of the film, you're like, oh, okay, cool. And you have that, okay. I feel like it, it leaves you satisfied to an extent because you have come full circle with the story, but you leave with questions, which is essentially what life is about. There are always questions. But then if you listen to that music, it really is, it's, it's haunting, it's telling a story and like they always say a soundtrack is vital to the movie and it takes the music, the music brings out the, let's say the moral of the story. Did you, did you see any of the musicians or do you, did you see who was involved in the project and? Yeah, I was. I went to school with the guy. I just forgot his name. The, uh, <laughs> the, I went to school with the guy who who did the soundtrack. He's very, he's very talented, and even back in school, his music was always heavy. It's all about. I wanted to say, uh, really, the the. I remember in the script writing when we were writing the script, um, we were we we wanted. Ernest and I, well, Ernest was writing the script and then when I was giving him my ideas, I, I remember we were saying that the music has to be heavy so that it, it, the audience feels the emotion of what the characters are going through, the characters that are being, uh, abused. It, it, it has to be heavy. So it, it really, um, uh, and the shouting, that was your shouting. 
Yes, that's I want to yeah. hear those couple <laughs> lines. <laughs> I can't even remember the What do I say? So like a tlak one. Let me hear it. Uh, this is so bad. It, I feel like I'm a rapper trying to freestyle. Okay. Just one line. Zolega! Zolega Takwano, man! Wait! Oh my god, I, I was gonna say, my heart jumped there. It really, really did. I'm like, okay, uh, you can just come in like, yeah, when I have my enemies, which I have quite a few, <laughs> I want, yes, you're gonna be my spokesperson. Oh, we'll just send we'll you. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll send you a voice note. Yeah, a voice yeah, note. Voice I was note. thinking, don't like mess with I want you to listen to this guy. Record a voice note for me, <laughs> and I'll just play it for everybody I hate. <laughs> oh, you just send, oh, you send them to your voicemail and have that as they. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, when they, when they call And it goes there Zolega! Oh, and, they're like, and they're almost like Okay, oh shit This is the wrong person Put the phone down Oh my goodness So the main, you, you guys have really done incredibly From the Durban Film Festival in 2014 You also were one of the 12 best films At the African Diaspora International Film Festival in New York Yes, yeah Also Josie Film Festival You were the 2015 Audience Award winner At the Pan African Film Festival Yes, yes, yeah we I mean, That's there. pretty amazing it, stuff It was amazing I, I couldn't go because I was shooting But you guys had a blast Yeah, we had an amazing time It was it was. Overwhelming! It was unbelievable. It was it was all sorts of amazing. And what are you expecting from South Africa when the film is released on Friday? I'm uh, based on what Richard was saying about the the kind of issues that are addressed in the movie. It's not just abuse, but it's a whole lot of societal ills that we tend to t- turn a blind eye to. You know what's going on, but you never want to speak about it. You never want to address it. You never want to confront it. Um, and that's. That's just the way in which society functions. So I think what I expect for the film is that we create and generate some dialogue and allow people to be able to have difficult conversations without the fear of being judged or being perceived in a particular way. So mostly people will be going to this movie and then, like I said, all these social issues will be brought to the front. Um, is there any other avenues now from this movie that people can be directed to, let's say, uh, a website, uh, let's say a telephone number that they can actually go to and say, you know what, I'm experiencing child abuse, this is happening in my family, or we're facing these issues, or even maybe t- talks or groups that they can go to. Any advice on that? I'm not sure what the what it's going to be when it um, gets released in cinemas, but what I do know is that every time we have because we have screenings for um, school kids because essentially that's the audience we're trying to reach. Um, after every screening, there are people that are there. There are psychologists, there are social workers, um, there are pamphlets in which they can you know look at and numbers to call. I'm not sure what the process is going to be from Sunday. Yeah, no, I wanted to say, we, we did a couple of screenings at Nazarek Center. Uh, I think it was, uh, a week. They had like a, a festival there, um, for the, for, for the Soweto kids. And we had people from, um, from, uh, from the children's department, sorry, uh, one of those departments that came through after every screening, they counsel, some of the kids came to the front and they were like, yes, this is happening. And the counselors were able to counsel them wow. i know that there's going to be pamphlets i don't know if it's going to be every cinema but in the cin- uh, uh, at, at cinemas there's going to be pamphlets for whoever i know in maponyamo that's what's happening there's going to be pamphlets there if you're going through this situation or you know someone they're going to hand out pamphlets at the end with the numbers and who uh, and help to give you help yeah so that's as far as i know i don't know if it's every cinema 
And how do we follow you on social media? Uh, Richard Lukunku, um, at Richard Lukunku on, tw- on Twitter, Richard Lukunku on Facebook, Richard Lukunku on Instagram. <laughs> Excellent. And Busi? Uh, at Busi underscore M. That's Busi with a C double E. Um, Sue M. Jaili on Facebook, at Busi M. Twitter, Instagram. The works. Everywhere. Are you on Snapchat? <laughs> no. There's get so many Snapchat. things now. There's like fine yeah, Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> and WeChat as, as well. Uh, WeChat, yeah. Get on that WeChat, girl. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. Thank you so Busi much for having Anne us. and Richard from Tina Sobabili. We look forward to your movie premiering on Friday. Yes, please go watch it, man. It's going to change your life. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> Excellent. You're watching The Buzz. You're listening to The Buzz. The next is uh, Adore, Jasmine Thompson. Coming up, we also have Nolutando Mbata and Pam Green with 67 Chances. Coming up on The Buzz. Come to me and I shall give you peace. Come to me and lay down your That is Adore by Jasmine Thompson. And you're listening to The Buzz. It's myself, Nikita, and Jane Sue. Hello. Hello. So we're back. And now we're with uh, Pam and... Nolutando Mbata. Now, Nolutando Mbata was a top 10 Miss Teen essay in 2014. She won Miss Pageant essay in 2015, Miss Media Kids in 2015. And she was a finalist in the Mr. and Miss Africa pageant representing South Africa and had to drop out due to lack of sponsorship and inability to acquire clothing and other things that a beauty queen needs. I mean, it's not easy. And we have Nolutando along with Pam Green of 67 Second Chances, who is giving a second chance to Nolutando. So tell us a little bit about how you guys came together and how you knew that you needed to help Nolutando. Thank you for having me on your show again today, ladies. Um, I got an email from Nolotando telling me a bit about her story and all the different beauty pageants that she had taken part in and how she had placed in all of them and that unfortunately she had to drop out of the last pageant due to, like you said, lack of sponsorships and funding. It really resonated with me. Firstly, I think every little girl, when you know we saw Miss South Africa, would, or I know I did, I used to prance around the lounge and pretend to have a crown and do the wave like the queen and I had my sash and... <laughs> and I just, every little girl dreams of becoming Miss South Africa, of winning beauty pageants, of being the princess. So it resonated with me in that sense. But it also resonated with me because I'm a single mom. And I know that my son often asks me for things. And I just have to say, no, you're limited to a budget. There's only so much money you have. And it was heartbreaking to me that somebody's dream should be shattered because of funding. Um, You know, we do live in a capitalist society, but unfortunately... Her mom is is limited, just like I am with my son. And so on both sides, it resonated with me. One, the little girl running around the lounge with the make-believe crown on. And the other, the the single mom having to say no to her child. And so I thought, why not reach out to the community and see how we could help her? And Nolotando, were you amazed with the response from Pam and the community when you told her your story? 
Definitely. I mean, I've been writing to Pam Green several times and sometimes I used to hush her and say, I wrote you a message. Please open up. And then there was... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that is it. Assertive you are. Please. And then most of the time in my community, they told me that uh, you wouldn't be a model. You're too short. But I always say that. And you are very petite, I must say. Yes, you are like a little doll. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm one comma five, but then you know what they say. They say dynamite comes in small packages. So hopefully mm-hmm. here I am making a change. So I wrote, uh, I, I've been supporting homeless kids also in my community. It's called Galafong Hatsu, the children's home. So I've been helping out like during weekends or weekdays. So I asked for a donation in my community where they'll contribute anything that they have. And then I wrote down to Pam giving me a second chance, not only because I'm less fortunate, but I believe that she she's going to help me in such a way that it's just marvelous. So yeah. So Nalasanda, what do you hope to achieve by entering these pageants? You know, how does it make you feel? What is your cause from that? Well, um, actually, I use my title in a way of being noticeable. I mean, uh, using titles, I make a, a, a difference into people's life. Uh, into people's lives, uh, I've done several. I've won a, a bit of titles such as Miss Media Kids and I use these titles helping less fortunate kids in my school or any any environment. Um well for now the first thing is first thing is uh, I put school as my first priority. So in maybe five years to come I'll use my titles into making people's lives easier. And you're still in school, right? How old yes. are you? I'm seventeen years old. Wow. So young and very ambitious. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's what all women should be. And I think it's great, Nolatana, that you say that, you know, you're still in school and that you're not, despite your situation, you're not letting that get you down and that you're still giving yourself and your time to help others in your community. Yes. And still driving attention to that. So, Pam, you spoke about sponsorships. You know, there was a lack of it. So how did you come to the party to help Nolatana? So after Nolatanda like she said, badgered me for a few days and made sure that I noticed her profile in and amongst the thousands of requests I got um, in that first week for the six, 67 Second Chances campaign for Mandela Day, I did take note of it and we started to speak. Um, I, u- I used social media. I reached out on Facebook. We m- created a profile um, for Nolatanda as a candidate of the 67 Second Chances campaign and we got an unbelievable response. We have a woman named Shereen Markovitz from Studio 9 Salon in Melrose Arch who sponsored Nolatando's makeup and nails for all her beauty pageants going forward as long as she needs. Excellent. And um, people like Jen Sue who <laughs> reached out to me and said that she would love to get involved and see how she can help. And um, a few other messages along the way of people who've offered to to watch out for Nolatando in the future and, and see how she can help. But I think that Jen has some surprises for us today that we've kept very secret. <laughs> I um, have some special dresses for you. Oh, and I'm wow. hoping that they fit your, your waist, I think, is half my waist. So <laughs> this could actually be huge on you. This actually, I'm hoping, well, this is a... Chanel. Um, Chanel dress. <laughs> wow. And I have a, also some dresses from Joe Borquette, long gowns. Yes. These are so you might need alteration. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, these dresses are incredible, <laughs> and I think I need them to run around in my lounge with my crown on. <laughs> <laughs> and some more dresses. A few more here. Wow. But I also, I want to see exactly what your size is, and then that way, too, we can get some more that fit you. Even better, because you really are tiny. And then we can have a tailored fit just for you. 
And I have a Ted Baker bag. This is a nice. Wow! Bag. Wow! Oh my word! Wow! That is gorgeous. Wow, that is magnificent. So we've got some things. Oh, and a, a, another dress from Guess for Stutterfords that is here for you. And hopefully this will fit. I still think so. My gosh, your waist is so small. You are so tiny. Thank you. Yes, but I hopefully, hopefully it will enjoy. And I also have some vouchers from Carlton Hair to do um, hair treatments and pamper yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I think it's uh, it's great that you've reached out and that you weren't afraid to say, you know, I really need help. I, I don't have the means and the, the the resources, you know, to get the dresses together. And I think it really is very difficult to be in this type of pageant business and to compete like that. Um, it's a t- extremely competitive industry, and uh, so well done to you. Thank you. You you deserve the very best. I think Tan. Nolatando is in shock. <laughs> I would be too if somebody just handed me a Chanel dress and a Ted Baker bag. <laughs> That's incredible, Jen. Thank you so much That's for making her dreams something. come true. Thank you. I mean, it's, you know, I'm just, I'm happy to help. And, and you've helped so many. Tell me about Joseph. This is the first really, you know, amazing person that you have helped and that started the whole 67 Second Chances campaign. Joseph is an incredible young man. He, uh, like, like all the, the media reports have said, I literally found him begging on the side of the road um, at a robot in Santon, and he was holding his CV and matric certificate, and he he mouthed to me, I'm just looking for a job. Um, I turned around, I went back to speak to him, as, as we've all read, um, and uh, he's been working, in fact, tomorrow is a month since I met him. It's unbelievable. He's definitely going to be my throwback Thursday. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's been working now for three weeks. He's got a room in Tembisa where he's staying. We're so proud of him. He goes home every night and he cooks his dinner. And exactly like he's, he said his dream was, standing on the side of the road. The, the, the dream that he had and he had long forgotten about is now reality. We're so proud of him. He is struggling a bit still with withdrawals. Um, but he is 20 days clean today. He does have random drug tests and he's passed them all. We're incredibly proud of him. These are some of the issues that we we face in, in terms of helping people that are part of the street community. But he's just an unbelievable example of how you can change your life around. You can have a second chance at life. And uh, we're so proud. And um, and I'm just so grateful that he gave me a second chance in my life as well. So we're best friends now. We speak every day, all day on the phone. And, uh, yeah, he's coming along great. And then since I actually saw it also go viral on Facebook, it came on actually somehow on my feed. And I was so amazed that here is somebody who's looking for a job. He wasn't on the side of the road begging or it's he actually tried to take that action to move forward yes. and to mm-hmm. better his life. And yes. I think that's such a great initiative to people for people to see that, you know what, just because you're down and out, it's not the end. That you can move forward and that there is help and you just willingly have to put out your story. And people, South Africans are actually very caring and willing to help. They won't just close. You know, just you know, close the door on you. So I think it's just about getting the story out. You know, the the most fascinating of all for me is I've always spoken about Ubuntu and and trying to spread that, but. I, I'm still not sure if it was just because it was July, but that Madiba magic that has come through in the month of July with the 67 Second Chances campaign and the Ubuntu that is following through in our Second Chances initiative is unbelievable. South Africa is the most caring community I've ever come across in all my travels around the world. And 
I'm so proud to be South African and I'm so proud of these people who are now reaching out and asking for a second chance. The truth is, if you want it, why should it not be available to you? Why can't we give it to these people? Regardless of material status, everybody's human, everybody has a name, everybody has a face and everybody has the chance at a second chance of their dream life. No, I agree with you 100%. And now you're having like such an influx of wishes and people yes. coming through. So are you feeling overwhelmed with all these mails? Yes. What are some and, of the yeah. requests that people give you? <laughs> oh, I, I, you would not believe it. Um, mostly for jobs. The biggest thing I'm finding is that unemployment is rife. People are struggling to find employment. And also a lot of students are coming through that they've, that, you know, they've received good matric marks. They've received a university entrance. They've gone into first year and had to drop out due to financial difficulties. There are a lot of childhood, uh, child-led households. Um, and those are the vast majority of people who are having to leave tertiary education because of lack of funds. That's a lot of the requests that I get. Um, recently, I think it was about a week and a half, two weeks ago, there was also a post that went viral on Facebook about a student who exactly that. He had to um, drop out of varsity and uh, he wasn't allowed to get his results for his exams because he didn't have the funds to pay the, the debts that he owed the university. So I'm seeing a lot of that. Um, and then... Yes, just generally stories of people who have a dream that they want to fulfill, like Nolatando did, and uh, how can we help them with, with their second chance at reaching their dream. Like you said, there's been an influx um, within the first two weeks. And are you doing this full-time? So, very excitingly, with the help of the company that I was working for, Sycom Voice Services, they have offered to continue to pay me for a time period so that I can do this full time. Wow. And waiting to come on the show, I just uh, got the good news that my NPO has been registered. So, hashtag Second Chances is now a non-profit organization. That's amazing. Gra- That's incredible. Congrats on that news. Congrats on Congratulations. that. Congratulations. Thank you. So, we hope that um, Joseph and Nolatando and the other, um, I think it's now 25 Second chances that we've given out in the last couple of weeks will just be the first of hundreds of thousands. Wow. And Nolotando, what are you going to be doing now with, you know, some of the uh, encouragement and, of course, all of the support from Second Chances? Well, for now, I'm going to be taking part in Mr. and Ms. Gauteng, where I'm a finalist there. On the first, I'll be going to the interview. Um, for now, let's just say um, I'll well, I dream to be successful, but to be successful, I have to really work hard, not only in the modeling industry, but also in my school books. I dream to be something big in South Africa and all over the world and helping other people. So let's just say I'll see you in the greater, in the greater future of the world. Excellent. It's amazing. And then do you think is my South Africa on your, is that on your map? Is that on your roadmap? Well, I already have the Sasha in my imagination. So, yeah. <laughs> That's Definitely. the first part is visualization. Uh, but I don't know if there's a heights, you know, requirements. That's well, the thing though. What I'm amazed mm-hmm. too is with a lot of these beauty pageants, you have to be a certain heights and you're 150 centimeters, but you have been, like you said, you're a petite dynamo mm-hmm. in a small package, but you have conquered that, conquered that stigma that you have to be a six foot tall supermodel kind Definitely. of thing. You know, you have really, really gone above and beyond. And that's a, that's a very inspiring thing actually for a lot of, a lot of young women who want to get out there and they just say, oh, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not tall enough, I'm not skinny enough. You know, you really have gone out there and showed people you don't have to be, you know, a tall, perfect-looking supermodel type of of person to compete and to show people what you're made of, to show that personality and really shine. Definitely. 
Now, do you have some advice for others who are aspiring to be like you, to be in the beauty pageants? Of course, I have a little poem that. Well, it's not really a poem, but then it's my message to all you beautiful souls out there. I was once called a dreamer, but that dream became reality. Well, you are going to fail at some point, but that's where you learn. My advice to you is don't look back in any situations that you're in. Call out and look for help because you know what they say. Dynamite comes in small packages. Here I am advising you to take each and every step that you want to be and be the dreamer of your dreams. This is Nolutando Mbalimbata. Well, I don't know if I miss World 2030, but hopefully I will be. Excellent. It's an amazing message to get out. Wow. <laughs> I'm about to cry. I am too. <laughs> I'm tearing up. That's incredible. And well, what is your message as well to people who, you know, want that second chance? Please keep badgering me. Don't stop messaging me. I believe that every single person who messages me does deserve that second chance. It's a two-way street, though. I'm prepared to go out there and work as hard as I possibly can to create those second chances for everyone. You need to reach out and grab the second chance that's given to you. Don't stop dreaming. Don't stop believing. It was my dream since I was 14 to have a non-profit organization where I could go and change the world and change people's lives. And 20 years later, it's finally happened. So never, ever give up on the dream. It can really happen. And how do we contact you on social media? Okay, on social media, um, my Facebook page is Pam Green, hashtag Second Chances. On Instagram and Twitter, it's Pam Green underscore 17. Uh, my email address currently is Pam.Groman, which is G-R-A-U-M-A-N at gmail.com. We are getting a Second Chances email address, and I'll put that all over the social media as well as soon as that has been done. Um, but please keep writing to me. Keep sending me messages. Keep sending me your CVs and, and your dreams, and, and I hope that we can... Fulfill all of them. And, and you know the tundra, mm-hmm. how we can how can we can get hold of you? Um, you can get me on Facebook. It's Nolutando Mbalimbata, and that's all. I'm not really a media person, so we're going to change. Yeah, that soon. we're going to have to <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so we have to increase your social media presence. So that means Instagram. That means Twitter. That means people knowing all about what's happening in your private life <laughs> and beyond. But I think that's the way it is now. You know, you really need a yes. social media profile. You need to Definitely. build that personal brand. And uh, especially in the business that you are in, I think it's an essential, essential tool for also spreading your message. As you said, the poem that you had, to be able to put that on and spread that and share it with people who need inspiration and and can have inspiration from people like you. I think it's uh, so definitely increase that social media presence right here on Cliff Central on Twitter. It's at CliffCentral.com. WeChat ID is Cliff Central. Facebook also Cliff Central. And the number zero eight six one triple five one eight nine. We always love hearing from you right here on the buzz. So what do you have planned for the rest of the week, Nikita? Well, the rest of the week, I'm actually busy with my own website. So I've got a few articles going out to a few clients. And, and what's your website? Tell me. Um, it's Heart in Her Shoes. So it's a personal website that I've been doing for a few years on the side. And now I've been doing it full-blown, trying to do lifestyle, entertainment. So I can well, I go out to events, report back on that, any fashion any fashion news, celebrity news. You know, we all like to know what's going on in Hollywood and who's doing what. And like I said, it's lifestyle, so we can do things in the home, what's going on there, decor. So it's a really a mishmash. That's Excellent what I love about stuff. it. 
Well, there you go. Thank you so much again, Pam Green and Nolutando Mbata, so much for being on our show Thank on The you, Buzz. Jane. Thank you, for having us. Absolutely. Well, there you are, The Buzz on Cliff Central. Coming up in just a bit, it is uh, The Laws of Life with Gary and Kate, and we're going to uh, finish it off with Stole the Show from Kygo featuring Parson James. I'm Jen Sue. Cheers, Jen, and I'll see you next week. I'm sure it's Nikita Camacho here. There you go, on The Buzz. Cliffcentral.com.